Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, welcome to episode 6 of the season 3 of Biblical Furnaces. In the previous episode of this current season, which we had decided to focus on authentic leadership. We have talked about who is a servant leader, who is a credible leader, and who is a capable leader. These types of leaders have two elements in common. They have influence and power in common. In short, a Christian leader is usually a servant with the credibility and capability to influence others using power and authority in a godly manner. A Christian leader is not a talker, beloved. A Christian leader is a doer. What a Christian leader or a leader in the secular world does is influence influence others. We affect and shape others, either our followers or our peers, by exercising influence. We use influence to move people to change their thinking on issues. We use influence to change the behavior of people around us. How do we do this, you may ask, beloved? Beloved, the answer to the question is straightforward. Leaders often use persuasion, encouragement, and godly example to move people to change their thinking and behavior. Therefore, influence is dependent on the leadership style, which shapes how power is used by every one of us. Beloved, a central question for this episode of Biblical Fullness is what roles do power play in influencing people? This question that is relevant to both secular and church leaders emerge from the notion that influence and power work hand in hand. In the other words, they work together. You can separate them. In particular, if we think about power, we, we, we agree that it is the ability to exert control over others or events or events through authority. However, as mentioned earlier, influence is about persuasion, encouragement, and godly example. When put side by side, one can deduce that power can take the form of influence used when change is the goal or influencing decisions or actions is the goal. Let's all look at some salient points regarding power and influence. Point number one, influence and power are linked in the leadership process. As I mentioned earlier on, they work together. Point number two, Leaders use both influence and power, so both concepts are in action when leading people. One is not absent. Point number three. Both influence and power can either be good or bad, depending on contextual factors or environmental factors and the people involved in that situation, in that context. Number four. All power. All power, without exception, belong to God. Daniel 7, 13 to 14. In other words, no power belongs to any man. But power is used either for good or bad when God allows one to use it. Number five, the exercise of, the exercise of power, in other words, how it is used, make it either good or bad. Number six, power in godly hands is good. 
when a leader is inspired and led by God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, power that such a leader will exercise will be good. Point number seven. Power in evil hands is bad. When a leader is unfortunate to be influenced and led by satanic forces or agents, the outcome of such exercise of power will be bad, will be negative. Number eight, the proper use of power lies between the abuse of power and neglect of power on a straight line continuum. In other words, in one end there's abuse of power and at the other end there's a neglect of power. So at the middle, that's where you find the proper use of power. This eighth point leads us to two questions that, that, that focus this particular episode. Number one question is, what kind of power is aired by people in positions in churches today? What kind of power is aired by people in churches today? Number two, how does such power by people in ministry influence their followers? While there may be many possible answers to these two questions because they are broad, we shall address two aspects, namely position and personal power. Position and personal power. Quickly, let's look at position power. Below, position power is conferred through appointment. You get an appointment letter, you are encouraged, you are called out, or a crown is placed on your head, like in the olden days, in coronations of kings in the Bible. But the appointment may not necessarily come with influence or the ability to exercise it. Position power is therefore the authority bestowed on a leader to exercise control over others or events using a particular office or the instrument of office. The appointment may come with little or no power at all. Beloved, for example, appointment as pastors, deacons, head of department, comes with varying degrees of position power. But we need to be wary of how we use those power. Biblical examples of those power include Joseph in Genesis 41, Genesis 41, Moses in Exodus chapter 3, as well as Saul in 1 Samuel. Saul did not provide a good example. Some Old Testament kings are viewed as the Lord's anointed. 1 Samuel 24, 6. 1 Samuel 24, 6. Saul, David, etc. But the Lord's anointed may not have influence. Such a person may even have little power even when in the position. A very good example is King Saul who had a position of power but very little personal power. So much so that in young David upstaging. Now let's look at personal power, beloved. Personal power. Personal power is end power that leaders use to greatly influence others. If you compare David and, 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 and so. A leader with personal power may not or may have official leadership position. But such person will exercise strong influence because people will see him as a leader. If you remember the strong man of David, 
people that followed David even before he ascended the throne. David had strong personal power. People will voluntarily look to such person for leadership, people with personal power. Beloved people respect persons with personal power without fail. People are comfortable about the influence of such individuals with personal power. The moral of the story here is that pastors or deacons or head of department have official or position, leadership position in a church. But like in Saul, they may not have the personal power required to exercise such influence. If you want to check it, you will see examples of leaders that we know for years. They move from ministry to ministry or parish to parish, but they don't have a lot of followers. They use so many excuses. But the truth of the matter is, they are not able to influence people around them and they have low personal powers. Examples of leaders with personal power in the Bible include David, as I've mentioned, even before he became king, 1 Samuel chapter 18. We should look at it, 1 Samuel chapter 18. Paul also in the New Testament had personal power. We can see the, the, the epistle in Philemon. So we have two salient points captured under personal power. Number one, an indicator of personal power is the quality or degree of followers enjoyed by a leader. Number two, if a leader has few followers, such a leader do not have enough personal power to exercise influence. Such a leader needs to go to God, not to fight people around him or her. So, conclusively in this episode on influence and power, we have a range of biblical furnaces. Number one, the proper use of power depends on wisdom in knowing when to use it. Remember, the proper use is at the midpoint or midway between abuse of power or neglect of power. So wisdom is required. We should get wisdom and get understanding. Number two, a leader's personal power comes from the support received from followers. The great men of David serve as an example. They stood with him and they were increasing and multiplying even as Saul was chasing him all around. Number three, both influence and power are linked and God is the source of both of them. They go hand in hand they go together, they are linked. You cannot divorce both influence and power. But the real source is God Almighty, not a man. A man can give you a position, but he cannot give you influence or personal power. Number four, God gives both position and personal power. He sovereignly gets people appointed into position. He grants us personal power that brings influence. Number five, being in a position does not confer influence, not at all. 
personal power makes a leader someone to be followed. Are you a leader to be followed? Ask yourself that question. You can see the evidence. Number six. People in position must examine their personal power for authentic leadership. I repeat. People in positions, especially positions of authority, must examine their personal power for authentic leadership. Number seven, BP, as we close this episode. A leader's personal power can lead to a position power. Joseph is a case in point. If we look at Genesis chapter 39, he had personal power. He was able to influence people around him, even from a young age, even when he was in the prison, even when he, when he was in the house of Potiphar. And all these little position power. BP number eight. A leader's position power cannot lead to personal power. A very good case is King Saul. So you have a position it doesn't mean that you have influence. And it doesn't mean that you have personal power. It doesn't mean that people will follow you willingly and voluntarily. Number nine, and the final BP for this episode. Both position and personal power can be used well or abused. We must be careful. Let us pray. Mighty God, the giver of life, position and power and influence. We thank you for yet another insightful biblical message. We pray never to abuse the position and personal power given to us in the matter. Rather, King of the Epos, we bring from our personal power for your people and for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. By your mercy, Lord Jesus, count us to be among the likes of you. Call Timothy. When exercising the influence of power on us in the mighty name of Jesus. Your name is a strong tower. Jesus, way Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us. Uh, the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Restoration House, online or on site in Blue Party, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed. In the mighty name of Jesus.